Just a word of warning, this is a podcast of a Young Writers Festival and it has a lot of explicit language and some very deep adult concepts. I wouldn't recommend it for children and I would be considerate of others around you when playing this podcast. Maybe pop on some headphones, that way no one can get offended but you. This could get messy, this could get weird, I'm not sure where it's going to go but I'm very excited. Um, So strap yourselves in, we have some amazing performance for you today. All right, festival friends, welcome back to the National Young Writers Festival. I just would like to firstly acknowledge that we're standing on the land of the Awabakol and Wurramai people, that sovereignty was never ceded and this always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Um, thanks for coming out tonight. So my name's Claire Albrecht. I run uh, a night called Couplet Poetry Night, which is usually once a month down in Hamilton. Any visitors might have seen Hamilton as a train stop along the way. It's a real cool little spot. Um, We bring writers from interstate, international, all sorts of things um, every month and have a really fun time and have drinks and food and chill out. So really excited to be here for this particular once-off special event with the National Young Writers Festival. Our next poet is Alison Gallagher. Alison is a multidisciplinary artist currently living and working on Gadigal land. Their debut poetry book, Parenthetical Bodies, was published in 2017 through Subdin. Their writing has appeared in places such as The Guardian, Archer, SBS and Overland. They also play in the queer power pop band Sports Bra, which is sick. Please welcome Alison Gallagher. Hot Poet Society. I don't want to fall in love with each other. It's 2019 and we're all too embarrassed all of the time. (laughs) For love to ever dig its virulent claws into our collective self-consciousness. Sexting you from inside a liquor store. It's 8 a.m. where you are. They're playing an EDM remix of a new metal song that was extremely popular in the mid-2000s. It's 2019 and everything is embarrassing, which possibly (laughs) means nothing is embarrassing. Maybe we should fall in love. (laughs) This morning, I watched a woman prevent a complete stranger from falling on the bus. Uh, I thought about how much capacity we have to hold each other up. I keep meeting men who are stoic and emotionally unavailable and wishing they would grow up already. I keep meeting women who are stoic and emotionally unavailable (laughs) and hoping they will ruin my life. I just Googled the time in your city for the sixth time this week. I'm still embarrassed. (laughs) Ghost story. I'm divine chaotic product, having clawed and fanged my way throughout incubation. Had gender reveal parties existed when I was born, A cardboard box would spew forth with snakes, plaguing the earth for hundreds of years, swallowing birth registries whole. (laughs) Some people simply do not deserve a chaotic body. They don't know what to do with all the suffering. It's like telling a toddler about the concept of Liebenschmid, a German word which translates literally to life tired. (laughs) What's a baby gonna do with that shit? The academic Susan Stryker warned against the elaborate fraud of nature, the get-rich-quick pyramid scheme of biological essentialism. 
To risk objection is to flourish, she said. Taking such advice on board, I craft this house, my home from incongruous anatomy. This house is the flesh house, and it is abject as fuck. <laughs> it's the haunted mansion of urban legend. Everyone's got a friend or a cousin who swears they've heard the paranormal reverberate from within its walls. I'm the only one allowed inside. This one's about the sea, which I'm very excited to be in tomorrow. <laughs> or maybe tonight, I don't know, TBA. Um, <laughs> Imperfect vessel, vacillate in tandem. Crack open ribcage to rearrange my tenderness, take the heart and place it somewhere more secure, by which I mean the bottom of the ocean. Take this gender, measured not in meter, but in mile, spread out between salt and seaweed. Submerge this body of work in this body of water and let us coalesce between the, below the surface where there is nothing left to hurt us. The surface demands a human body to feel safe in. Condense flesh into a form more suitable, as if girl isn't to boy, isn't to bruise, as though man isn't to woman, isn't to wound. The sea doesn't ask for my sex, has no concern for the letter on my birth certificate. Asks only that I give myself skin, bone, body, wound. When I am oceanic, I am exactly what I need. Vulnerable without fear, solitary in synthesis. The sea is the place I am safest with my sorrow. I ugly cry for her alone. Do I have like, time for one more? Okay, sweet. Um, Cool. All, all anybody ever wants is a good void to scream into, a vacuum more to holler the obscenely sincere things they've been silently petrified to say to anyone's actual, real, living human face. Deeply, deeply concealed in sprawling canyons where intrepid cowboys gallop over yonder to cry open and raw about their anachronistic place in this century, there are caverns filled with people's uh, sick insecurities, big bottomless chasms of shame and guilt and other embarrassing feelings. These feelings are mine too. Ricocheting back and forth between dagger-teethed rocks judged by fearless explorers who were seeking the thrill of adventure but must now instead suffer the thrill of my feelings, which many would argue is less good. To these explorers, I'm sorry I turned your cave into such a whiny little bitch. <laughs> to everyone who has ever remotely cared about me, I'm sorry I took your love and ran to the nearest cavity I could find. I think we can all agree that was very uncool of me. <laughs> so here I am, up to my elbows in Fuck Mountain, my body <laughs> crawling through bits of rock and glass, my own blood and guts and so forth everywhere meshed together, blessed together. I arrive at the highest point and scream as loud as I can. Alarm, weekend nature enthusiasts, jogger blogger couples, feel my throat burn and I'm free. Thank you so much. Yeah. 
The National Young Writers Festival occurs annually over the Labor Day holiday weekend in late September, early October in Newcastle, New South Wales. It is made possible by the support of Create New South Wales, the Australia Council for the Arts and the copyright agency Cultural Fund. If you want to hear more panels from the National Young Writers Festival 2019, as well as some of the amazing readings that came out of that festival, then head on over to their website, www.youngwritersfestival.org. You can also follow them on Twitter and Facebook. Or subscribe to the National Young Writers Festival on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify or wherever you get your pods. This podcast episode was produced, recorded and edited by Kel Butler from Listen Up Podcasting, a proud supporter of the National Young Writers Festival. (laughs) 